Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Hey, how you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. We have got a good one for you today. And I have to tell you, this is like a weird fruit salad. Because think about this. You're on the podcast, An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Our guests today are Banana Bree <laughs> and Music Man Neil. Now, we're on the Vegan Possibility episode. And Aaron Fernandes is going to be your host. So think of it like this. Erin Fernandes is the host of Vegan Possibilities, so she's like a, a restaurant owner. Neil Kaplan is the music man, so he's the music entertainment. Then you have an apple a day, Jimmy Apple and Banana Bring. So it's like a weird fruit salad being served at Erin's restaurant with music in the background. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid. I guess maybe... I don't know. Too much coffee, maybe. I don't know. But Bree and Neil, these are two phenomenal people. Very, very, very nice people. Bree is an administrator on Erin's page, that vegan disabled gal. Now, you can reach Bree and Erin at famousapple.com forward slash that vegan disabled gal. Erin's created the page. She's an administrator. And Bree Best, she's an administrator on Aaron's page. So you can reach them over there. And Neil Kaplan, well, I have to tell you, he's a talented, talented, talented musician. And you're going to hear one of his songs at the end of this podcast. And for the next few weeks, he's going to be closing out the Vegan Possibility podcast with original music. He's letting us play it, and I'm thankful to him for it. His songs are really, really good, whether you're a vegan or not. They're vegan songs. They're songs about the vegan lifestyle. But believe me, me not being a vegan, and I'm going to talk about that in a second, but me not being a vegan, I enjoy these songs. I've listened to them, and I've listened to them over and over. He's got a, he's got a nice catalog of music. Plus... He he plays in a band that's not a vegan band. It's a, He plays shows and weddings and bar mitzvahs and all this other stuff in South Florida. But he's a talented musician. You Wait, wait until the end of this, this podcast and you hear him. You're going to be so impressed. So impressed. But I wanted to talk for a second real quick. I've been asked now several times, why do I say on this podcast that I'm not a vegan? Simply because I'm not a vegan. Now, if this podcast was airing an episode about, uh, I don't know, uh, Black Lives Matter, I'd be saying, well, I'm not black. If they were, if we were airing an episode about Chinese history, I'd be saying I'm not Chinese. If we were airing a, an episode about anything that I'm not, I'd be saying I'm not. This way, I'm not acting like I'm something that I'm not. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to learn. But I'm just letting you know off the bat that I'm not. And if I make comments, I'm not trying to be a, a, a smartass or anything like that. I'm not trying to be mean. 
I'm trying to find out information about the topic that's being discussed. That's why Erin hosts The Vegan Possibility. She's a vegan. She's a full-fledged vegan. She, she lives the vegan lifestyle. I don't. So how could I host that program? I come in at spots and ask questions, but I can't host the program. Erin knows what she's talking about. I don't. Not when it comes to being a vegan. And I like to listen. And I do like to dispel the rumors that people have about vegans and also the rumors that vegans have heard about non-vegans. So I, I play like uh, the devil's advocate, I guess. So that's why I make sure people know I am not a vegan. But anyway, I want you to hear this about Banana Brie. Now, mind you, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't give her that name. She, she told me that was her name. So Banana Brie and Music Man Neil, I want you to hear their bios before I switch over to Erin. So sit back and listen for a second. Just call her Banana Brie, cause bananas are like the icing on the vegan cake to her. She proclaims, you gotta eat bananas with your meals, no joke. In fact, Brie loves all fresh produce and incorporates them in every meal as well as homemade smoothies. She does not enjoy cooking, so a stove is her nemesis. If it can't be cooked in the microwave or the toaster oven, then she won't even buy it. Going from vegetarian to vegan, just a few years ago, has created an everlasting place in her heart for all animals. Initially, becoming vegetarian was easy for her, as she could still consume dairy. But, with Neil's coaching, she finally took her blinders off, since dairy production is actually more brutal and abusive to innocent animals than meat itself. Neil was her biggest inspiration to upgrading to veganism. She is so glad to have finally become aware and always wants to pay it forward. Like many vegans, though, she is surrounded by non-vegans and vegan curious with her family and colleagues. So planting seeds, with encouragement and easy meal ideas, is what she strives to do. Okay, that was a little bit about Brie Best. And next we have a little bit about Neil Kaplan. Neil knew from a young age that his future was in music. Early performances with his childhood garage band, high school jazz bands, and college music degrees, led to a successful career as a professional musician, entertainer, entertainment contractor, and eventual director of the Horizons bands, who perform at local corporate and social events in South Florida. About 30 years ago the light bulb was switched on, meat consumption was bad. A friend gave him a copy of John Robbins' Diet for a New America, and reading that book was the turning point. A year or two as vegetarian included a gradual awakening to the rest of the story and his becoming fully vegan. Neil started writing songs at about age 11. Although songwriting has never come easy, he currently has about 30 originals recorded, including many animal rights and vegan advocacy songs. He welcomes any opportunity to speak with people about their diet and lifestyle choices. When Neil and Brie met, she was ready to become fully vegan, she just didn't know it yet, and Neil is so glad to have helped get her there. He's doing what he can to help make this a vegan, and therefore kinder, world. You're going to love this interview, believe me. But I want to remind you, we are not lawyers, doctors, or nutritionalists. Before you make any kind of lifestyle or dietary changes, please consult with your doctor, okay? Make sure that you're safe. Be safe whatever you do, all right? So sit back, relax, and I'm going to turn everything over to Erin. So I'll be in the background listening. Have a good time. 
These people are very, very nice. Okay, we're here with Aaron Fernandez. Hello, Aaron. How are you today? Hi there. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. And we also have Brie, or as she's better known on my phone as Banana Brie. Yes. <laughs> and Neil. So, hello, You're Brie. Right. Hello, Neil. Hello, Jim. How are you guys doing Hi. today? Hi. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Aaron. Nice to meet you over the phone, and thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Are you surviving oh, yes. the rain? You're so welcome. You guys surviving the rain and the thunder? Oh, yeah, a little bit crazy here, so. <laughs> if you do hear a big boom, it's uh, just warning you, it's pouring out there right mm -hmm. now. We're, we're in South Florida, and it is just going nuts. Well, you did say you were sitting in the bathroom also, so if we hear a big well, boom, a... I'm going to be questioning <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm sorry I mentioned that. Okay, Erin? Okay, um, now, on that note, Erin, <laughs> <laughs> take it away. It's all yours. And thank you again so much, guys, for being here today. And just tell us a little bit about your vegan story. Who? I guess I'll go first because yeah. I brought sort of brought Bree into it. Yes. My gosh, this goes. I'm a musician, as we probably figured out by now. Years ago, I took a, a self-improvement class where I met somebody who introduced me to the idea of being, at the time, vegetarian. She gave me a book called Diet for a New America, which was written by John Robbins, who is the heir to the Baskin-Robbins fortune, and decided to completely go against all his father's money and stand up for a compassionate lifestyle and, and so forth. Read that book. Nothing was the same after I read that book, but it still took a while for me to get there 100%. Now, we didn't have at the time, this was many years ago, we didn't have Facebook, and all the information that we have available to us now about why being vegan is such an important thing. So I was kind of vacillating, going back and forth a little bit. I was on my way to an event, to a performance in the afternoon. And again, we didn't have the options then. It was, I was hungry. It was lunchtime. So it was either go to a convenience store and get some trail mix or go to Burger King and get their chicken sandwich. And I'm driving. I have to be able to eat it in the car. And I'm kind of going back and forth. Oh, what the heck? I'm going to get the chicken sandwich. Who's, what's it going to hurt? At that very moment that my mind went there, a car drove by. I'm getting chills telling the story again. A car drove by me with a bumper sticker that said, love animals, don't eat them. And this is exactly the way it went down. And I saw that bumper sticker, and that was it. I was. It took me maybe another year or two to become completely vegan as I be began to become more aware of the full story. But that was the end of my eating any eating anything, uh, any meat, certainly. That bumper sticker was put there by some higher power I don't believe in for me to, for me to see at that moment. So that's how, and then when Bree and I first got to, well, Bree, you tell the rest of the story because you do this part better than I do. Oh, stop. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I've been, prior to me converting, or I like to say upgrading, to being vegan, I was vegetarian for years, let's say over five years, which was easy for me. I've always, you know, had a soft spot in my heart for animals, and I figured, you know, what's the big deal? I can, I can stop, Ooh, sorry about that thunder, 
No worries. I can uh, stop eating chicken, you know, or beef or sea life or something. And yes, I call it sea life, not seafood. You know, no big deal. I knew being a vegetarian was easy, so that's what I did. And, and of course, I was still the only one in family and friends being vegetarian until I went to vegan meetups, you know, which was great and the camaraderie and, and everyone supporting each other and doing that so obviously when I went to vegan meetups you know I was eating vegan I'm like okay you know this is a possibility but like most vegetarians it was easy yeah. for them to give up eggs and honey and obviously any type of meat or sea life but my crutch was dairy why because I can go pick up a pizza after work and you know enjoy it and it'll last a few meals it was just so easy to go to any restaurant out with non-vegetarian or non-vegan friends, you know, go grab something with dairy. But in the back of my mind, it was still bothering me. So I felt that Neil and I met for obvious reasons, which was one of them, you know, to finally upgrade me and to take the blinders off, you know, as I like to call it. So Neil and I met about two and a half years ago. We knew each other prior, but just as more of associates, you know, seeing each other at other vegan events. But then when we finally made the connection and became friends at first, you know, he was my support system. He can tell that I wanted to make that jump, but yeah. I just needed that positive reinforcement since I didn't have, you know, much other close friends or, you know, family members, you know, that wanted to be a positive influence. Yeah. So he was just very, you know, patient with me and say, you know, and, and letting me know what's going on and say and explain to me about the dairy industry which I knew, but I still had my blinders on. I wasn't ready, you know, to, to make the jump. So he was definitely my biggest influence in becoming vegan, and it was actually easier than I thought. I, I can definitely tell you that. I was a big cheese fanatic. I was overweight when I was a vegetarian, and keep in mind, I'm only five feet tall, so mm -hmm. any weight that goes on me, you're going to know versus, you know, someone else who's another woman who's like 5'5 five, five or even 5'10, you yeah. notice is me being a very petite person. So my BMI, you know, is definitely in the higher range, you know, being overweight. So when I gave up dairy, especially, and I focused more a lot on the whole foods, and of course I, I can tell you I still eat processed food, just not, not as much, the weight just came off. Like I, I was even amazed on how easy it just came off you know, without having a strict exercise regime or doing anything out of the ordinary. So that right there is one reason alone, you know, just to get rid of, you know, a lot of processed food and cut out, you know, all, all the animal products. Yeah. So when I first went vegan, you know, luckily, you know, Neil and I at that point started dating and it was just more of a sigh of relief, you know, just emotionally how everything became better and you just become more compassionate. And I like to say you become more compassionate with a capital C, that you yeah. that you just understand what it means, how you can look at videos online through social media or just look at, you know, your friend's pet or something and just say, wow, I don't have to worry about inflicting any, any pain on you or any emotional pain on myself anymore. I understand who you are. I, I can just read through your eyes that you feel pain, especially yeah. no, no matter what, type of animal I mean we're all the same we all we all feel pain yeah. so that that's basically my vegan journey and as with most vegans once you become vegan you you don't ever you don't go back it's a lifestyle change it's not a diet change yes yeah mm -hmm. I completely agree that and I can totally relate to the I'm five feet tall myself so, oh okay uh, so I totally hear you on that obviously keep healthy and keep yourself you know mm -hmm. cheap so 
that's truly amazing. Like, it's almost like you guys were meant to be, it, you know. Oh, yeah. He definitely yeah. came into yeah. my life, you know, just to help me with that and, you know, worked out that, you know, we, we've been dating ever since and yeah. we're on the same wavelength and we obviously have the same core values, which is very very important for whatever, you know, type of couple there is out there. You have to start with the same core values. There's another part of this, which I always thought was amazing. That is from that first time we got together to the time you started proclaiming yourself as vegan, Mm -hmm. 10 days. I mean, only 10 days. 10 days later, she was posting vegan stuff on Facebook. Uh, So she was ready. She just didn't know she was ready. I just, she just needed, she thought she needed me to, give that last little push, mm-hmm. but nah, she was there. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. still all because of you, babe. Yes. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, it's just a big love fest here. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we are, we're vegans, we love everyone. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Good point, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's awesome. So, But Neil, I, I want to hear about your basics. What? What I know you're involved in a band. Are you the lead singer, or, or well, tell me a little bit about okay. music? Well, I've been a performer since I was a little kid. I mean, like age 11 or so when I started music. I'm the, we'll say, music director because I don't like the term band leader. I'm a band here. We're in South Florida. We play South Florida events, private parties, and so forth. Uh, we're called the Horizons Band, and you can find us at NewAttitudeProductions.com. Okay, the plug is over. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put the links and, okay. and uh, to your page, and we'll we'll also include some of your songs, and they're, they're, we're gonna play some samples so as well. So. Okay. Well, the band plays covers, and we play popular music of all eras, all genres, all styles. Uh, we work with anything from one musician up to however many your party and budget will allow. Private parties, weddings, corporate events, stuff like that. I don't want this to turn into a commercial for that because that's not why yeah. we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we don't, the original music I do on my own. And songwriting's never been an easy thing for me. It's like I struggle over it. What word should I put in here next? But I've got a few advocacy songs that advocate for anim, advocate, that's the word, for animals or for being vegan and so forth. And I look for opportunities when I can perform those because it helps to get the message out. It's my way of trying to promote this lifestyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe you sent me three of them. We have three or four of them, I believe. No, I, I send you and Jim also on three, three songs. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And they're, they're, they're really good. So. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll very he, has, he has a lot more songs. He has dozens of songs. And at the risk, of course, of sounding biased, it's, it's just amazing, you know, just to be at my house and, you know, and listening to these songs and know not only, you know, does he sing really well, but you can tell that he has passion, not only in what he writes, but just the way that he portrays himself in singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's passion behind the songs. You can tell the advocacy songs. I, mm-hmm. That's what I enjoy about it. It's, it's really nice. They're catchy, too. Very catchy. So, okay. <laughs> Not by today's standards, but I know enough to to do what I need to do, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, I know it's during COVID, so we're you know, kind of <laughs> locked on here. So, but what traditionally do you, you have you guys done? Have you done a lot of out, vegan outreach, or like I just I want to show people how 
few people who are not vegan and can find this lifestyle and can make it work and make it a positive change for their life. Your whole world has changed. They have both of you. So by finding this lifestyle, so trying to show what you guys have done, what you know you participated in, you know what the uh, we said the companion, not companionship, but the uh, family, the vegan family that mm-hmm. you developed. So. Oh, well. If I may, um, the hardest, once you become aware, it still surprises me that not everybody gets it because it just seems so obvious mm-hmm, yeah. that this is such an animal. People say they love animals. You know, it's such a cliche, but you're eating them. You're supporting their abuse. Mm-hmm. You're supporting their them being products. They're being created for, our, for various purposes and for us to use them. You don't love animals. Um, once you become aware and that becomes part of your consciousness, like it has with us and obviously with you, the hardest thing becomes realizing that everybody doesn't share that view Mm -hmm. and living in this world with the suffering. So we've had, we haven't done any major, I don't think we've done any major outreach, but I remember that first time we were at a club I was playing at and some guy that, that pretty new walked by. And suddenly I'm realizing, wow, she's quite a spokesperson yeah. because we got into this conversation and we, we call it a tag team or she'll say mm-hmm. something and then I'll say something. And it's kind of interesting. I, I wish we had more opportunities to do that. But as you said, Aaron, COVID, yeah. Yeah. where are we going to, where are we going? I don't even, there's not even any uh, parties or events going on now because yeah. yeah. people are being careful. Most mm-hmm. people anyway. Yeah. 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 But along that, I, I, I work, so, and of course, I'm the only vegan at my job, and uh, we kind of have an open lunchroom area where, you know, anyone can just walk by, you know, and say hi, blah, 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 and it's not, yeah. not a secret that I'm vegan, and I'm out, yeah. and I have my, whether I'm eating salad or with hummus or I'm having tofu and rice and, and vegetables, I, everyone will pass, pass by. If I didn't nickel this time, everyone would say, oh, you eat healthy. I go, yeah, and so can you. Yeah, you know, yeah, I try yeah. to engage that conversation, especially tofu. I'm I love tofu. Like if I have it every day, I have no I have no problem with it. You're not going to grow extra body parts and stuff because that's, that's just a fallacy <laughs> yeah. between plant based tofu, you know, and then tofu that's made actually in a plant with you know with uh, processed soy. I, yeah. I should say the difference between plant based soy, you know, and processed soy. Yeah. So I just let people know, you know, hey, if you ever want, you know, easy you know, easy, healthy food ideas or this, or I like to say I'm on team, team tofu, you know, you want to join team tofu, you know, just, yeah. just to be silly that, you know, come on board. I'll be more than happy. You know, I, I can give you links, you know, about how animals suffer or about, you know, e- easy homemade stuff you can bring, whether you want to make it straight for dinner or you want to make it and bring it to lunch the next day. You know, yeah. I just try to encourage and with positive reinforcement, you know, like Neil did with me, and like you discussed on, on your Facebook site group, which, by the way, I absolutely love, and I'm, yeah. and I'm so happy, you know, that, that, that we connected, Erin, and how your group is all-inclusive, you know, because you obviously want, you know, everyone, no matter what type of lifestyle you have, to join your group, yeah. that it's, it's, it's easier than you think, and it will become, will become second nature, and you don't have to be an elaborate cook. You don't have to have fancy equipment in your kitchen. It yeah. is possible to be a happy vegan, no matter what you eat or drink, you know, with just, let's say, a microwave. 
or if you want to, you know, change up the soap and shampoo that you use or the clothes that you use. It's just, it's, it's all about research and asking, you know, your vegan friends and just asking for advice, but also having them tell you in a positive light and not judge you. And that's another thing that I like about your page. It's a judgment-free zone. Yes. Yes. So we just want to encourage people to open up, you know, also at their own pace because, you know, we're not here to force anyone or be a yes. vegan. You know, just come on by. Ask us questions. Don't be shy. Yeah. yeah. The, other, the other thing you left off of that thing is people often say, oh, but it's so expensive. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. How much yeah. Does, a, does a carrot cost you? I mean, yeah. if you, yes, if you eat nothing but processed vegan food, as we do sometimes, yeah. and we accept the fact that's going to cost more than putting it together from scratch, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Mm-hmm. And you can you can eat in harmony with your conscience. And we know you, everybody listening, we know you love animals. So all you just have to bring that in line with your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the yeah. one thing I have to emphasize is you will not starve because I, I love to eat. And I know Neil will admit that. I, yeah, I, food is my best friend. So I will always be eating and snacking, and I'm not afraid because I know as long as, besides, you know, the little bit of processed food that I eat, I will always be having tons of fruits and vegetables and whole grains and um, lentil soup and stuff. Just, you know, justify what I'm eating in case I come home and want to have a few potato chips. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm okay with my weight because I know I'm not gaining weight. So if I have a peanut butter smoothie there, or I have some nuts, you know, where I have chips and hummus, I'm going to go home and make a meal with, with tons of broccoli, whether it's frozen broccoli or fresh broccoli, yes. and I'm okay. So there's so much food out there, no matter what your budget is, you, you will not starve. And, and uh, just bring back this to the point that you said you don't have, need uh, fancy equipment, equipment things, pots and pans, because you yourself don't own a stove, right? Is that correct? Um, I do have a stove. Okay, okay. I can't tell you how well it works. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I cook in the microwave or the toaster oven when I do want to cook something, let's say frozen broccoli. I'll put it in the microwave, you know, instead of steaming it. Um, for the few times, let's say I'm in the mood for, like, you know, a faux chicken slider or something, I'll put it in the toaster oven or, yeah. sorry, or the toaster type thing. Okay. It just, it, it's so easy, but I prefer to incorporate a lot of, uh, fresh vegetables and, and yes. fruit, and uh, I can make a potato in the microwave, or I can do frozen brown rice, or if we go pick up Chinese food, you know, that'll last a few days, and let's say yes. we pick up Chinese food with brown rice, tofu, and vegetables. I always augment with what I'm eating with fresh vegetables uh, and canned beans, whether I really enjoy black beans, kidney beans, or chickpeas, or let's say on the side if I had a can of, you know, low-sodium lentil soup. So I always augment with what I'm eating with a lot of produce and always I, I love I love fresh fruit. So usually every yeah. meal I have to have some sort of fresh fruit and it all depends on what's in season or what's on sale, you know, would be depending on what I buy. But it's so easy for you to have tons of food without using any, like I said, fancy equipment. Just you have a microwave, you have a toaster oven, you have a blender because I love making homemade smoothies, for instance, whether want to use cocoa powder or you can use peanut butter or you want to jazz it up and do instant coffee with it you know obviously non-dairy milk and whatever fruits and vegetables what's great about homemade smoothies is let's say your broccoli you know is on its way out you know type thing fresh broccoli or cauliflower spinach uh just put in the blender 
I, yeah. I, I mean, my nickname is Banana Brie because everything I eat, we'll get into that in a second. I always have to have bananas. So including my smoothies, and I'll add cauliflower and broccoli and spinach along with two or three bananas and oat milk, you know, put it together. I can put peanut butter or instant coffee in it. And whatever I'm eating, especially hot food, I love putting bananas in it. I love hot banana slices because to me, whatever I'm eating, it makes it sweet. So the next time you have brown rice with tofu and veggies, just cut up a few banana slices and hopefully you will be happily surprised. I will definitely try that. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, it sounds a little weird, but, but I'm yeah. going to the world. <laughs> well, I've, I've convinced Neil to try it a few times, and a few times he's, he's liked it. It's not so much his thing as it is mine. But Aaron, don't say I didn't warn you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I want to throw into that, what you were just describing about what you eat, this is coming from a woman who two and a half, three years ago, whole diet was, as she said earlier, pizza yes. and takeout and, and whatever she could get at Subway or uh, what's that other place? We won't, oh. we won't mention that, that Mexican place where it was just whatever she would get. I mean, and she's now turned it into this. tons of dairy is what I lived on. Yeah. It's so easy to be yeah. vegetarian, but I used to be obsessed with dairy. And you take that out and just for the health reasons alone, you know, and, and the saturated fat that a lot of people don't even know about. And then, of course, the obvious reason you know, the animal suffering that a lot of people don't realize. I mean, even when you eat eggs, you know, there's no such thing as, you know, the backyard egg yeah. or organic eggs that, you know, they're, they're all killed the same. Yeah. yeah. So they're all, they're, all, they're all treated like crap, you know, to put it mildly. Yeah. It's just, it's just a matter of when, when you're going to wake up and, and realize that your cat or dog is the same as, you know, a pig or, or a cow or a piece of salmon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and have you noticed anything else? I know you said you you lost weight and mm-hmm. like, since cutting out the dairy. Have you noticed anything else? Has your skin been better? Have you noticed anything else health-wise? Uh, I do have better skin. I'll admit I would still get a little bit of acne, but I know it's a lot less than what I was getting, especially with dairy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would say definitely the skin aspect. And it's also just the attitude of, okay, I know what I'm eating, whether I'm sitting, you know, at the same table, of course, you know, a few feet apart now with COVID, but yes. if someone is, you know, or heating up food in the office, I smell it and I cringe. Oh, God. So yeah. I just know mentally I feel so much better as well, and it just, you know, puts a smile on my face. So yeah. besides the skin, it's just the mental feeling yeah. that you're not hurt, hurting any animals unnecessarily as well. And, and, and you just feel, you know, just overall energy. You know, after after having, let's say if someone goes to a fast food restaurant and then and then they have to go back to work, a lot of times they're like, oh, I'm in the mood for a nap, or oh, I just want to, you know, sleep, sleep, you know, take a 15-minute nap. And it's because yeah. of what you ate. Yeah. When I just came back and had rice, tofu, vegetables, grapes, and watermelon, you know, or yeah. something with a side of hummus, or what, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, I, I don't feel like crap. Yeah. I always call that a good feel, a good full feeling. Mm-hmm. You feel full. But it's a good feel. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you don't feel tired and you, you just need, you know, like you said, you need mm-hmm. to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, that's very interesting. Very, like, I, I'm just so happy to talk to you guys finally for, it's been so long. And to anyone of the listeners don't know out there, Bree is also a moderator on my group and she's a major contributor to the game. She always has wonderful posts and stuff like that. And, Again, we share the same message of the education, compassionate, and we're in, and really, truly, just 
what you don't know if you don't know. You know, we mm-hmm. just want, like, I always say this, we are killing ourselves, we're killing the, these animals, we're killing the environment, our climate, and it's a vicious cycle. What are we doing? There's nothing really logical about it, you know? So it, it just want people to think, and like you said, maybe just a nudge, maybe wake up a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's not, you know, I know not everyone is going to go vegan overnight, but mm-hmm. it's just, we're at the point where there's things going on, all these storms, you're having a major storm right now, all these storms, these fires, these hurricanes and tornadoes, yeah, tornadoes, there's a lot of stuff, so it's just something to think about and really consider, mm-hmm. yeah. really consider. Let me jump in with one other thing that I think is kind of relevant. I've heard people, a lot, a lot of folks are in denial. We know that. They pretend. I've got one friend who I've been trying, I've known her my whole life. I've been trying to convince her to be vegan for as long as I've been vegan. And she, well, I'm using almond milk. I, this, this, I won't get into details about it, but people are going to be in denial in many cases. They're not going to hear what we have to say because they pretend it's, they can't see it, so it's not there. I also hear people say, well, I was raised that way. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because you're an adult. You make your own decisions. Being raised a certain way is not an excuse for continuing to live that way. My grandfather was a butcher. Yeah. From, from, I think he was from Russia. So when he came over here, he continued the old country ways. He, when I was growing up, you know what we got to eat? It was all free. So we got cuts yeah. of meat. Yet I saw, the rest of my family never saw it, but I saw the, the stupidity in this. I don't want to eat animals. I don't want to support this. So whatever way you were brought up, you don't have to be that way. Do the right thing now. Now that you know better, you can make better decisions. Exactly. And and going along with that, uh, what's great about Aaron's page or any other vegan social media is if you're vegan curious at all, you know, just you can reach out to one of us or, or anyone else and you know, unlike, you know, Aaron and Jamie, which I commend you, you know, for doing a 180, yeah. and, and you were much faster, Neil, you know, than, than I was since I was vegetarian for a while. Whether you want to do it, you know, step by step or do a 180 or anything in between, it's okay. You, you're able, you know, to, to have that free support, whether it's through us or, or any or anyone else, you know, just to check in and, and give you motivation because at the end of the day, you, you know, you want to you just sleep happy knowing that you didn't, help murder by proxy any animals and and if you don't want to be vegan for the animals as your first choice that's okay do it for your health and or do it for the climate i mean those are the other two reasons as well and as long as you research the right pages and the right right pages i mean web pages that are not sponsored by the dairy industry or sponsored by the beef industry pcrm physicians committee for responsible medicine you beat me to it oh the pcrm is is, is dot org i think it's dot org correct is it's yeah. a great venue to learn about plant-based eating and, and whole food eat and whole food eating, whole food. Whole so food. <laughs> just seeing if you guys are paying attention. <laughs> no, so it just there are great sites out there. You have to make sure that they're sponsored by, you know, ac- acceptable venues. You know, like the PCRM is, is a great place. That's the and, and, and Dr. Michael Greger, too. And, yeah. you know, just, just to go from there or, you know, reach out to any other you know, vegan sites and, you know, and ask someone questions and, you know, just, just take it from there. Just say, hey, uh, starting tomorrow for lunches, you know, 
I'm going to do more whole, more whole food, plant-based. Yeah. Yeah. It can, mm-hmm. just, just, it can start once a week. You can just start to make the change slowly but mm-hmm. surely. And mm-hmm. you will see a difference in your health and, and how you feel. Yeah. And overall, yeah, you just... Of course. And, of course, I want to emphasize that we're not here to give medical advice. You know, yeah. we're just here to be a support system for you. And you can obviously, you know, just reach out to us and go from there. One other thing, which I, I think you sort of touched on, when I started, again, I'm, I've been vegan about 30 years. That's a, a couple of, couple of days. <laughs> when I started this... A minute, did, just a minute. Huh? Just a minute, she said. Oh, well, I thought, that doesn't mean, okay. Um, <laughs> you lost me there for a sec. Uh, when I started this, we had soy cheese that I used to get on pizzas. It was the worst thing you could ever eat. It would turn to plastic when, while you were eating it. Um, the vegan options were virtually none. Now, oh my gosh, you can have exactly the same meal vegan that you would have had as, as a with with meat in it. Exactly the same. You won't even know the difference. So many, yeah. It's uh, it's really easy to do. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is have the uh, people say is it difficult to be vegan? I say not if you have the right motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, is and fine. the right support system, of course. That might yeah. that helps too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, Jamie, do you want to ask any questions? So that will be yeah. kind of. Um, I'm just listening. I, I'm saving my questions for the end. <laughs> oh, I'm scared now. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't scare my guests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie. I got a question for you too. So uh, you can be you can be a little scared as well. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Uh, oh, that's one thing I was going to ask. Have you tried any uh, vegan cheese? I, I know that you love cheese, so mm-hmm. and that was your crutch. So uh, have you tried any? Uh, I'm sure you have. Uh, yes. What I, are I, any of your I don't have a, believe it or not, a brand preference. And yeah. because I went vegan, I'm actually eating a lot less processed food. But every once in a while, if we'll get uh, a frozen, you know, day of frozen pizza or, you know, t- tonight, you know, because I'm at Neil's house, we're going to be having here. What, what kind of cheese did you have on it? Well, you know, is it, is it okay to mention brands on here? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, my favorite has turned out to be Violife. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but everyone. if you ask right. 20 vegans, you're going to get probably mm-hmm. 18 different answers. Yeah. There's so many of them out there now. Yeah, and it's just, you know, like you said, it's just your preference of overall, you know, whether you want the shreds or the slices or you want to do it with pizza. I mean, it's, it's, they're definitely great alternatives as, as far as that. And if cheese is your crutch, just uh, open your eyes, take your blinders off, and you would be impressed with the yeah. cruelty-free types of cheeses and, and anything out there. You know, same thing with chicken or meatballs or, you know, or eggs, you know, with just eggs with the Just Egg brand, you know, that came out, whether you have the frozen yes. type or the liquid type. So it's, it's, all, it's all out there. And as I also like to say, it's not like a, a, we stopped liking the taste of meat or cheese, you know. It's we stopped liking the cruelty. Mm-hmm. And so we still enjoy the taste, so we want to minus cruelty and stress Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, all, that's all it is. We're, we're not yeah. living on lettuce and carrots. I mean, you know, to just to say, you know, mo- at least I can say some vegans are not. Well, yeah. I admire, you know, raw, you know, raw vegans, you know, that were a lot, you know, raw foodists. That's great. Yeah. But with our lifestyle, you know, we, we still want to, you know, enjoy yeah. the cruelty-free cheeses and the cruelty-free meats and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's all out there. All you're doing is minus the, the cruelty. You're not minusing the taste at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Jimmy, um, I'm uh, like 
I I really don't have any more questions, so <laughs> ask, ask away. Like I don't well, want to raise them and ask them to see where cheese slices. You know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I I got a question, and this is for all of you, including you, Erin. You guys okay. are all in the dating in the dating stage, right? Mm-hmm. What do yeah. you do, like? I'm not a vegan. And when my wife and I were dating, we'd go out to dinner and a movie or we'd go to like, well, we grew up in New York. So you had the the Italian feast. You had this, that and the other thing. What do you guys do on a typical date? On a date night. When was the last time we could do that? It was pre-COVID. Oh, my God. All right. So a year ago, two years ago, what did you do? Well, uh, Neil knows the way to my heart is through my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I love food. So we would, you know, just pick a vegan restaurant, and we have uh, some good friends, you know, that own a vegan restaurant here as well. And what's great is they have a variety of food. So if you want Italian food, they will go and uh, you can get eggplant parm, which is my favorite, favorite there. And that's, you know, a great Italian dish, you know, as you said. And you would have no clue that everything on it, including the cheese, is obviously cruelty-free. So we would just, you know, go to a restaurant or we would go to a picnic or we would go to some sort of, you know, just vegan event and meet other vegans or meet, you know, vegan curious crowd, which which is great. Uh, We weren't so much into going out to movies, but just hanging out or even going food shopping together and telling each other, you know, hey, let's try this or or let's try this. You know, we weren't into anything, you know, extravagant. One of our goals, again, pre-COVID, we're in South Florida, and I remember when South Florida had one vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I remember before that when we had zero. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. easily go to a, a restaurant. Uh, we don't do it now because we're still being cautious and not eating indoors. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. you could go. There's restaurants all over South Florida, vegan. That's what you just described, Jimmy, is not even an issue, going out and having a feast and then doing whatever, going walking around someplace or we're going to play we're going to hear music. We'd fun to hear lots yeah, of just live say, music. Live music, especially, you know, I enjoyed, you know, when you would be playing at a public venue. Well, that's my favorite yeah. live music, too, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk about dating, it's it's not even a, an issue. No, that, that that's what I, I was curious because, like, here, uh, now I live in upstate New York, and I'm in Dutchess County. I, I cannot find one vegan restaurant. I have... Oh, yeah. I have wow. yet to see one. And Where I've, is that? Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I've yet to see one. I've never seen an advertisement for one. I've never seen an advertisement for any kind of vegan festival or anything like that. And especially now since I've been you know, with, with Aaron here and we've been working on the podcast, I've become more aware. So I've been looking. What did you say? No, I said good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll that'll maybe lead to my question. Okay. We're not done with this one yet. But no, I, uh, I I've been looking. Where are you in relation to? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's there's a there's a where's Farm Sanctuary? I know it's upstate New York. Say Anybody it again. No offhand. Uh, uh, oh, Todd's. That that that's up in Excuse Parkland. Me? That's uh, that's no pro- no no. It's well, oh. I, I went to Farm Sanctuary to visit, and it oh, is upstate New York. Oh. I forget the city. I can't remember the city. Oh, I think the city. So there's, there's a university there. I know that someone's going to like be listening to this and say it's whatever you idiot. Yeah. But, but um, when I was there, and this is many years ago, mm-hmm. there were already vegan options on menus. There was—I remember seeing an ice cream shop that, on the sign, said vegan ice cream. And this was well before all the options we have now. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm disappointed to hear that you can't find anything where you are, Jimmy. Well, Jimmy, have you heard of the website called happycow.net? Perfect. Yeah. Happy cow. Jimmy, are you no. writing this down? I've never. If you write it down, or I've, or anyone else, happycow.net. You can search through your zip code or city for vegan-friendly places. So it's not necessarily purely vegan. You know, in case there aren't in your area, it would also give you vegan-friendly restaurants that would have vegan options that you would hopefully be happy yeah. surprised with. Yeah, I wrote it down. I'm going to put that in mm -hmm. the show notes as well. Yes. Yeah. Happycow.net. Yeah, you'll find something again, as as Bree said, it's not. When you're searching, you have the option to search for all vegan or vegan-friendly or yeah. vegetarian. So you might find something that's maybe close to what you're looking mm -hmm. for. And I'm imp uh, impressed and um, I'm up I, I find it positive, Jim, that you're actually looking for these things. Because I was curious. As to, I mean, it's wonderful you're offering this opportunity for Aaron and for us to share this information. But I'm wondering how it's affecting you because you're hearing all this, and yet when you do the promos, you still um, you still make a point to say, well, I'm not vegan, or you say I'm not a vegan, but this is a good thing to do. So I'm, I'm wondering if you're beginning to open your eyes a little bit, or how you're how we're coming along and influencing you. Well, it does it put it this way: I'm pretty set in my ways, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that that goes to what I said earlier about uh, well, I was brought up that way. I was no, set in my ways. It's, a, it's, I, or, it's not a. It's not I, a matter I, I don't of, mean to turn this into an argument. No, no, no. It's not, I, I, mm -hmm. will, I won't argue with anybody because I'm pretty tolerant of everybody's ways. And it, it's not a. It's not a matter of. I'm not somebody that sits down and says, "Well, I got to have a hamburger." Or I got to do this. There's times where my meal might be oatmeal. It might. You know, I'm not. I'm not really focused that much on food. I have some health issues that don't allow me to finagle as much anymore. Maybe at one yeah. time, I used to I used to be a, a McDonald's freak. I used to love McDonald's, but I am I don't go to a McDonald's for anything anymore. Not that I don't like them, but I just can't. My system won't handle mm -hmm. it. But that's why I always say, you know, before anyone makes any kind of lifestyle changes, they should always check with their doctor. Um, Correct. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't just do this, especially in our community. Our community, we're, we're a disabled community. That's where 99% yeah. of our listeners are in the disabled community. Yeah. So I always tell people, check with your doctor. But yeah. I respect whatever you guys are doing. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I don't. I may come off like uh, a jerk in your eyes sometimes because I'm playing devil's advocate no. here. You're the, you're the antagonist, my sweet angelic self. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's lose that angelic part. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I like to give both sides of the story. I like to get both mm -hmm. sides of the story out there. Now, one thing I found, and I'm finding it more and more, the, the vegans, people that are hardcore vegans, are probably the most least tolerant people in the world. Yeah, yeah, I... I because there's there's, there's absolutely I, zero tolerance for other people's beliefs. They're just like hammering at home. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's why I dislike Peter with with a passion. I dislike them because Peter would never, never get me to change my mind about anything. I could be saying that a nickel is a penny, and they could be telling me no, I'm wrong, and I'll never change my mind because Peter doesn't talk to you. Peter screams at you. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. You know, mm -hmm. and you're not going to change anybody's mind by screaming at anybody. Yeah. 
As far as the lack of tolerance, I just want to say I get that, but when it comes to animal abuse, animal exploitation, there's no room for tolerance there. You wouldn't say the same thing, I hope I can express this well, if it came to having tolerance for some other kind of harmful activity, uh, child abuse, for instance. Some people will find that, oh, that's a terrible analogy, but it really isn't. It isn't. You wouldn't allow a certain amount of child abuse, child abusers, but they're getting better, they're doing it less now. No, there's no room for tolerance when it comes for exploitation and abuse and, and harm. And this so is, that's maybe why it comes across that way. This is why, for, for that reason, what you just brought up, for that reason, I, I, I'm a little bit, you know, I don't know how to explain it. I'm a little bit uh, shocked that so much is going into protecting animals, and I, I understand. I'm an animal lover myself. I just spent two days in a, veterinary's o- a veterinarian's office with my dog. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a... I'm an animal lover myself, but so much effort is going in right now to protect animals, which I, I agree they have to be protected. But yet, I've been doing a I've been doing a um a poll for the last three weeks about Don't abortion. Don't bring up your poll, Jamie. Uh, no, I, I'm and th- I'm not I'm not pointing this at any one individual, but I've been bringing up a poll about abortion. No names, no nothing. I just want to know yes or no about abortion. And overwhelmingly, people are in favor of abortion. So No, we're not in favor of abortion. Uh, yes. We are in favor of the choice. And Why are we talking favor- about this? We, no, no, no. We're no, hoping no. not to get into the subject. Yeah. No, we're not. Because it we're is not, a personal thing. We're not yeah. getting into the subject. I'm just saying you brought okay. up child abuse. It's this, To me, it's, it's a similar thing. And that's why I didn't want to get into that subject. But what we just want to focus on, Jimmy, is um, child abuse for a human to, to us is just as bad as any type of abuse for any other animal. That's it, period. Well, everyone think, feels pain, mm-hmm. whatever your species is. I understand mm-hmm. that. Still and pain. I, I, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm you not. You had Todd on a couple, sorry, you had Todd on a couple of weeks ago, and he's devoted his life to rescuing pigs. These animals are spending, the ones at the farm, they're spending their lives in cage is so small they can't turn around. When you see the cruelty that goes into the production of what most of the American and the you, the, uh, the planet's population is eating, when you become aware of that, you become sensitive to it, it's, you want to do what you can to not at least not be part of it and to try to make a change. Exactly. And Jimmy, you were focused on the militant vegans and PETA. Well, between the three of us, and especially, you know, Aaron's on your podcast every week, along with, you know, other, I'm sure you've met other vegans, mm-hmm. especially during, through social media. Why not reach out to the vegans who are friendly and who want to give you a support system? So it's just something to think about on the oh, no, I'll, I'll Put it this way, Brie, I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm listening and I'm, I'm taking pieces of it. There's people that have been on here that I wouldn't give them the right time of day. I'll be honest with you. But there's people on here that I've become very friendly with outside of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't look at somebody and say, well, you're a vegan, so I can't, I can't associate with you. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron is like a close friend now. Good. Mm-hmm. As, as far you guys as, connected. Yes. I don't care what she eats. That's, how you, that's like saying uh, homosexual. I don't care who you sleep with. That's none of my business. <laughs> Honestly, that's none of my business. And what you eat is none of my business. That's why I was saying 
I find that with some, not all, but with some mm-hmm. vegans, there is zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there just has to be some tolerance somewhere. But anyway, I, don't, I really don't want to argue with anybody. But yeah, well, <laughs> it's, no, already, it's already out of the bag. So, but I do have okay. one other question. One other question mm-hmm. has nothing to do with this. Growing up, naturally, you guys weren't vegan or vegetarians. Mm-hmm. How did your families handle it when you decided to change? Was there, like, growing up? If you grew up in, a, in an Italian household, I'm sure <laughs> mothers and fathers would be very upset. No. Um. It's more of because I did it, you know, uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously I don't rely, you know, on my family, um, right. let alone, you know, my parents to, to buy food. It was more, it's your decision as long as, you know, you keep up being healthy and, you know, and, and you, and, and it's yours, you know, I, they, it's not something that they would necessarily endorse, but, you know, they're letting me live my own life, and of course, you know, with family, they say, okay, make sure you get enough protein. We all, we all mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah, right. The protein story. The, the protein yep. myth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, as long as you're staying healthy, you know. Protein's I right up there. I'm sorry. sorry. I was going to say protein's right up there with the island. But go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going all they got to do is look at you, what you looked like three or four years ago, <laughs> and what you look like now, and they're going to question whether you're being healthy. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. No, I'm, yeah, I'm it, just it, saying. Parents sometimes they're they're stuck in their ways, and when Correct. when a, when a child turns around and says, "Well, I'm not doing what you told me to do for so many years," you know, they like I know my. But they parents also would've. bring you up, you know, to think for yourself, and, and and that's you know, and that's a and, good thing, and that's what I've done, and I, I don't I don't knock them, you know, for their lifestyle, of course not, but I just emphasize, you know, this is my lifestyle, right, and right. we all have to get along. Mm-hmm. All right, and just I have a go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to interject. My There was really no feedback. I had a conversation with my dad. I remember driving him to the hospital. He was about 68, 66. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he, I don't remember why I was driving to the hospital, but I was already vegan, and I'd, I'd seen the way he ate. I remember this is the, the son of a butcher. Right. So he was eating absolute garbage, and I was trying to persuade him to change his diet, if only for his health. And he said... Well, I'm 68 years old. What have I got? Maybe 10 more years left? That's exactly what he said to me. No, he had two years left because yeah. he was gone by, by 70 and a half. He was gone. Wow. What you eat matters. I have a brother who is very healthy. He's also a musician, appears very healthy. But when I just talk to him about, well, let's all get together at a vegan restaurant with he and his wife, and Bree and I, he's like, he won't even consider it. it it's yeah. amazing. It's just food. He won't, well, I don't like that kind of stuff. I'm setting my ways. I'm a, I'm a picky eater. Yeah. There are people like that who just, it's just food. Do you eat apples? Do you eat yeah. a carrot? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. So my family is not an issue. I don't, uh, there is no, who else is there? Well, I have one more family member who I don't communicate with very much. So what your question, Jimmy, was not really an issue for me. Well, the, the one thing I will say, and, and this is this is closed-minded on the other side, people hear vegan, and they automatically think of the old Charles Mace, Manson movies where people are dancing around in, in rags, and, you know, the, they're out in the desert, you know, wandering desert, wandering nomads. That's what they think about when they, when they hear the word vegan, you know? Really? That, seriously. 
People, I don't, didn't think it was that way so much anymore. But oh, maybe, it, maybe you're believe right. me, believe me, it is. And uh, the, again, I I, ma- I tried to make it clear on another podcast that vegans are the same as everybody else. They go to work. Yeah, we are. They wear a sh- people. Yep. yeah. They wear a shirt and tie. They wear you know nice clothes. They go to work. They carry their lunch in a bag like everybody else. They do mm-hmm. their work. They go to lunch. They come back. They go home. They eat dinner. They sit down. They watch TV. Fall asleep in front of the TV. Get up in the morning and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been watching me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's a, that's what I was saying. People, people, but people have like the strangest ideas. Just like, and I'm sorry. Some vegans have the ideas that all non-vegans drive a pickup truck, get out of the truck, have a have an axe over their shoulder, blood-stained T-shirt, grab an animal, chop the head off, skin it, and eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, those are preconceived notions that people have about each mm-hmm. other, and it's so stupid. It's being perpetuated by the media also. I happen to of watch, course. be watching a TV show, medical show, and there was a girl on there who was suffering from something with an emergency room uh, scene, and the parents were talking to the doctors, and the doctors say, well, she's vegan. She doesn't like, she never liked meat. And the doctors say, oh, well, that explains the anemia. Right. Yeah. The, the media is still promoting the idea that this is a non-healthy way of existing when it's exactly the opposite. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, and Erin and I discussed this a couple of weeks back, the vegan, the vegan diet, you do need supplements on certain things that you're not going to get from a plant-based diet. The- I would say that's probably untrue. And yeah. I'll just give you my experience with the old B12 issue. Mm-hmm. We yeah. keep hearing that vegans need a supplement with B12. I seldom take a B12 supplement. Every time I'm tested, I'm over the B12 limit. So And that's good. Maybe I'm, I'm, you. I'm just saying it's not necessarily true. Well, it's not ne- B12. It's not it's necessarily it's, false. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I will admit that because I hear it so often. But it's never been true for me, so it's not necessarily true. I mean, it is true just in general that the soil today is not what it was 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's depleted. We may have to supplement just in general, not simply because you're eating plant-based. Yeah. So by eating plant-based, you're also not getting the cholesterol and the other garbage that's in meat. Well, one, so, one thing I found out while doing some research, too, which I'm very shocked at, and I was saying it to Aaron, was about, about heart disease and strokes. The, the vegan diet is great, but lowering, lowering the chance of a heart attack, but it does increase the chance for a stroke, and I don't know how that can be, being that I've had both, <laughs> but I don't know how that can be because I've always heard heart attack and stroke go hand in hand. Usually, the risk factor is for both, you know, the risk factor is no, equal. Maybe I, I think we'd have to look that up a little bit more and get some other. Well, because that was only one study you found. So maybe oh no, it was, yeah, it was a couple. I've seen some other studies. It was a couple that I mm-hmm. that I had read that day, and I was it was just briefly before we before we were going on, and we were just talking about it, if you remember. And I was just I was shocked at that. I was definitely I don't know how that's even possible. Like I said, but. Yeah, because also I was uh, I always read that that it lowers when you like you said your heart risk of stroke risk lowers. So yeah, yeah. I just want to emphasize yeah. that while it could lower your chances for a lot of diseases, especially terminal diseases, becoming vegan is not a cure all. And no. you know, and we're not here to give medical advice either. Yeah, it just helps minimize your chances. 
you know, yeah. I've known, stuff like that. I'm sorry. I've, I've known sick vegans. Uh, I am not without medical issues myself. Most people have something going on. You're not going to get rid of all, I hope you do, maybe you'll get lucky that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I never say that ve- being vegan is going to be, a, 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 as, as Bree said, a cure-all for your health conditions. But all things being equal, you got a better shot. Yeah. Well, no matter what, mm-hmm. if you eat healthy, you got a better shot at anything. Well, see, it depends on what your definition of healthy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as well. So... In my case, and the, one any, thing you go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. Who's on first? One, <laughs> one thing that was said earlier about um, because your uh, your 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 podcast is listened to mostly by people with uh, with disability issues. See your doctor before you do anything. Yeah. One thing to keep in mind: doctors know zero about nutrition. They really know nothing. Well, I think I found one doctor who. I mean, they don't study it. It's not part of the, in, in America anyway, they don't study nutrition. So yeah, I believe you have to take anything your doctor tells you, yes, don't not listen to it, it's important, but you have to consider the whole picture. Yeah. Do your own research. Exactly. Like, like yep. From yeah. reputable online yeah. sources. Well, I would, su- I would suggest you go see a nutritionalist, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can find a plant-based nutritionalist, you know, in your area that, that, that of course, you know, would be better for you. I've seen a, a nutritionist at one point who comes to mind who she knew my prep, my, my, uh, what was important to me. I went to her as a vegan. She knew I was vegan. We talked about it. Then on a follow-up call, well, would you consider adding some dairy to your diet? No. So she didn't know anything about this. So, yes, you have to find someone who understands what's important to you so can can guide you in the right direction. Well, this has been fun. I have just (laughs) one more question. One, mm-hmm. Just one more question, and again. He saved it to the end. No, I, saved, I saved it to the end. No, this is, this is just something else, and this is just an observation on my part. Every vegan I've met so far, every person that follows the vegan lifestyle. Now, I know I, one person in particular I know that follows the vegan lifestyle grew up in a home that was Catholic. You know, a, they, they had a Catholic upbringing. They went to a Catholic grammar school. I don't know if they went to Catholic high school or not, but now they're agnostic. They don't believe it, or atheist, actually. They don't believe in anything. And so far, every other vegan that I've, I've met seems to believe the same thing, not that, that there is no such thing as God or whatever, uh, n- no religion. They're, they're against religion. Is that something that comes along with the vegan lifestyle, or is that just, am I just meeting people that have that personal belief? May I? Yep. Yes. Can I grab this one? Please. I'm a, I'm, I'm, oh, cause, cause if you did now, I was going to. So. What? It's not necessarily going along with it. What you're, what these people might be experiencing is the fact that they're thinking for themselves. And they're making, just as they thought for themselves, they're not following the standard American diet. They're not following the standard orientation toward believing in a higher power. And they, they thought it through and have come up with their own way of belief or not belief, however you might want to describe it. It's not necessarily they go hand in hand. I've known vegans who have been very much believers, and I've known vegans who have not been. That's it's, a, it, it, just, like, just like you'll find that, as you said earlier, you'll find that in the general community, too. There are plenty of, of non-vegan non-believers. I'm, I, 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 I believe that uh, because, like I said, everyone I've met so far, 
and this is just and believe me i don't have a big circle of vegan friends it's just in the last eight weeks that erin and i have been doing this i just happened to notice it and i'm not calling anyone out on it or anything like that it's just that i just happened to notice it and i noticed quite a bit and it doesn't matter to me whether whether you believe or don't believe it's just that i know when I when I came across one person that I know, which I was surprised that he went vegan, but that I knew growing up, he he was he went to Catholic grammar school, and I don't know if he went to Catholic high school, but I know he went to church every weekend because we were we were in the same grade, and we had to go to church every weekend. And he's no longer. And now my brother, he's not a vegan, but he also is the same thing. Like you said, he's he's non-vegan, but he just totally gave up on religion as well. I was just curious if it was something that went hand in hand with the vegan lifestyle. Is not that it's a rule that you have to stop being religious. Yeah, I, I'm not I just no, I, yeah. I've not seen what you're questioning. Only like I my perspective again is just people are thinking for themselves and making yeah. their own decisions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you definitely make a valid point that it's personal preference. It's like matter if you're vegan or non vegan what your political stance is, you know, yeah. besides being religious stance, what's your abortion stance, you know, what's your, you know, stance on, on anything else? No, I was, yeah, like all, I said, I was just curious if that was something that yeah. came into place somehow, somewhere, some way that I thought no, maybe... No guidebook, there's no rule book. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no secret book to me. No. <laughs> and this topic is a whole other subject for a whole other podcast that's yeah. not about mm-hmm. veganism. No, yeah. well, I just <laughs> I just thought maybe people lost, where you're coming from, lost faith yeah. because of what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe they could be related in some people's decisions to follow or not follow or believe or not believe, but it's not like necessarily as you as you were at, I believe you were asking. It's not necessarily goes hand in hand with it. Okay, that's yeah. a, that's all. I was just curious. I'm again. I'm just trying to find out as much as I can find out. I'm I'm learning. I see that, and that's good. Anyway. I want to thank you guys both for being on. And now that I know you both want to punch me in the face, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Where is that, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. I want to get to that guy. Yeah. But, Neil, I do, want to, I do want to say we talked the other night, and at the end of this, at the end of this podcast, we're going to play the, the song all together now. Thank you. We're going to play that. Yes, it's a great song. That's a great, I love that song, Neil. That, that's that, I, that's stuck in my sorry, head. That's stuck in my Good, head. That's the idea. That, yeah. I wrote that back in the '90s. I had a chance to perform it at an animal rights uh, march on Washington because I knew somebody who knew somebody that got me in there to perform it. Um, it was meant to be a kind of a rallying cry, you know, an anthem, as it were, for the animal rights movement. It just never took off. Nobody really paid much attention to it. So I, I'm. I appreciate the opportunity for you to be playing it for some more people to be hearing it. Oh no, uh, that I'm, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I could be singing it right now because I, I probably played it ten times since I spoke to you. Aww. <laughs> Thank just, you, Jim. It's yeah. just stuck in my head, and I'm sure other people, other people are going to like that. But we're also going to take the other songs that you sent, and you said you have more. You have more that you can send me. I have a couple other original advocacy songs, a couple of covers. An advocacy song. I'm not going to send you my whole repertoire because a lot of it is not has nothing to do with this. No, the covers. I'll send you some more. The covers I can't I can't do because of licensing. Yeah, you need permission. Right. But yours, your originals, I can Mm -hmm. I can I can take and 
at the end of the vegan podcast, I can play them in their entirety. Like I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I'm. I'd be grateful. I. I'll, There's one or one or two. One comes to mind that you're definitely not going to want to because it's kind of long and rambly. But um, you, you'll make your own decision based on you know what well, works for you, and I appreciate yeah. that you're doing this. Thank you. Well, send 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 me the long one too. You know, and I'll send you my original advocacy music. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, like okay. like I said, the um the end of this the end of this podcast today, you'll have the all together now, and you know we'll we'll play them at the end of the vegan podcast ones, and I'll take out I'll take out the come back to an apple a day music that I usually play at the end, and we'll put that yeah. in instead. And I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna put your contact information on the show notes for the on the podcast, and you'll get your yeah. The attributions in there also for being the writer. Now you you did. T- I'm gonna just uh, gonna say just a couple of more seconds here. You did tell mm-hmm. me that you played all the instruments on on these. Yeah, songs? on the original music. Yeah, it's not uncommon these days for one person to do everything. Yeah, it's yeah. by 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 using electronics and uh, overdubbing. I mean, overdubbing is not a new no, concept. I, no, yeah. I, I realize that, but that it, they're excellent. The, uh, that's the oh, only, thank you. That's the only the only thing I can say. I'm surprised you aren't you aren't on the radio. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, the 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 music is excellent. The, the the song itself is is so catchy that uh, I'm telling you, you don't don't thank be you. surprised. You're going well, you're going somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where you're going, but you're yeah. going somewhere. <laughs> Right now, I think I'm going to the kitchen to get dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're coming out of the bathroom now? Good. I've been out because the, the storm stopped. I went to the bathroom to get away from the thunder. Don't lie. But I've been out of the bathroom now for a while. <laughs> Don't lie. So, you know. <laughs> so, Neil. This has really been fun. You guys, thank you so much for this opportunity to, to talk to you. and to, It's just been so much fun. Thank mm-hmm. you yeah, so definitely. much. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Aaron and Jimmy, for giving us the forum. You know, and just having, as we say, just regular people, you know, like Neil and I to, you know, hopefully just o- open people's eyes. Well, thank you so much for being them. here. This, this has been a blast. This is, this well, I hope so, Jimmy, and please feel free to keep in touch. And Aaron, I know we'll definitely keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, and thank you. And anyone who hasn't joined Aaron's page, you know, or, you know, not a big fan of Jimmy's podcast yet, you know, please, you know, well, you gotta... ah, just please become regulars. <laughs> Oh, uh, they they get well. Aaron's up to what are you up to, Aaron? A thousand people or almost? Uh, almost, almost, almost a thousand. We're gonna try to go with a thousand at the end of the year. So well, hopefully, hopefully before like, the end of the year. Yeah. September. Yeah. yeah. All you gotta do is you gotta go to famousapple.com forward slash that vegan disabled gal, and it'll bring you right to Aaron's page. And yeah, join. and don't be shy if you want to, you know, join, whether you're a quiet member or an active member to post, yeah. just shout out. You can always private message, you know, one of the admins or moderators if, if you have questions, because what's great about our page is it's all inclusive. So it doesn't matter your, your background. Just, yeah. you know, come and join us and say hi. Well, if, you're, if you're disabled, if you're vegan, not vegan, vegan mm-hmm. curious, you know, it just, it's a place for everyone to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We it, want- it, it's just, it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. We want everyone that's listening today to join and go in mm-hmm. and ask, what is banana brie? Just <laughs> <laughs> There you go. 
Maybe it's a title of my next song. I'm not sure. Oh, I hope so. That would be great. Yeah. So we got to get it on there. Yes, and I challenge everyone this week to add some banana slices to uh, a hot meal of yours. And, and yeah. let me know what you think. And, yes, you can heat it up with your hot meal, too, as well. Good. Hot oh. hot sliced bananas. Yum. Yes. Bree's <laughs> <laughs> giving cooking advice. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. All right, I'm guys. Gonna, thank uh, you so much. Say goodnight. Jimmy, Have... thank you so much. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys having us on. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Okay. I'm hanging up now. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'd like to thank our guests today, Banana Bree Best and Music Man Neil Kaplan. And you guys are welcome back anytime. You guys are phenomenal. A lot of fun. And (laughs) thanks for putting up with me. And I want to thank you guys, the audience. Without you, there's no podcast. And I want to thank Neil for letting us use his music to close out the podcast today and for the next few weeks. So you won't be hearing my regular Apple a Day close out at the end of the vegan possibilities podcast neil's been so gracious to let us use his music today you're gonna we're gonna close out with the right to be listen to this song the song if it doesn't choke you up a little bit i think there might be something wrong with you but listen to the words to this music and i want to let you know not only did neil sing this song he played every instrument on this song so this man's a wealth of talent when it comes to music and I don't know what else to say about him. He's very talented. But I want to remind you guys of one thing. Things can always be worse. No matter what, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position right now. So things can always be worse, my friends. Remember that. Whenever you think things are at their worst, it can always be worse. Hey, you've been listening to An Apple a Day, the Vegan Possibilities episode with your host, Erin Fernandes. Now, I want to remind you, you can catch up with Erin and Bree Best at Erin's page at famousapple.com forward slash that vegan disabled gal. And while you're tripping around the web, you can join our group, Living with a Disability, at famousapple.com forward slash group. And remember... This podcast is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. That's the home site for this podcast, so you get a minute, go over there, check it out. Hey, listen, you don't have to go anywhere else on the web. We got you covered right here. (laughs) Anything you got to do on the web, you can do right here at Famous Apple. So, have a good day. We'll talk to you again next week, and... You've been listening to The Vegan Possibility on an Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And stay right here and listen to The Right to Be by Neil Kaplan.
sun upon their face The right to stay and the right to roam To have a life, to have a home The right to venture from the nest To spread their wings and fly I guess I often think it's so unfair That every creature everywhere Doesn't have the right to be Oh. 